Hello, and welcome to Festival of the Mind. In this podcast, Dr. Simon Bell from the Sheffield Institute for Translational Neuroscience and artist Kate Sully discuss their ongoing collaboration using art to explore experiences of dementia. So hello there, um, my name's uh, Simon Bell. I'm a clinical lecturer in the University of Sheffield in neurology, and I'm sat here with uh, Kate Sully, who is an artist that works in Sheffield that we've been working with for the last couple of years. Just to give people a bit of an idea of where we are, we're sat in a beautiful sunny art studio in the back of Kate's garden. It's, it's nice and warm today. There's bright colours coming through the uh, windows. There's occasional bee flying past us in going into Kate's beautiful garden. And we're sat here in front of the beautiful works that she has created as part of the Festival of Mind project. Uh, and what we thought we'd do in this podcast is just tell you a little bit about our relationship and, and the work that we do and then how things have developed. I'm a neurologist and a, a researcher that works at the University of Sheffield. Uh, and my research focuses on uh, Alzheimer's disease uh, and trying to understand how the, the cells of the brain change during the, the disease process. So one of the cells I particularly look at is something called a, an astrocyte, which the, the way to think about this cell, I would say, is it's a bit like a uh, maternal figure within the brain or a paternal figure in the, in the brain. It supports the functions of lots of other cells, uh, helps remove waste products from the brain, helps improve the connections between different types of, of brain cells. A lot of my research looks at how this cell works in Alzheimer's disease. And what I found is that it has abnormal function. And I'm now looking at ways in which we can correct the function of that cell to see if it can, it can help us develop treatments for Alzheimer's disease. This is probably the best point to introduce Kate Sully, who's the artist we've been working with. Hi, so I'm Kate Sully. Um, yeah, so obviously I met Simon and a couple of other researchers a couple of years ago, because um, we were part of the Festival of the Mine in 2020, I think it was. And at that point, I, I met with Simon, Dan, and a lady called Mo, and we were looking at basically Alzheimer's and dementia research, I suppose, as a general topic for me as an artist. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't understand it. So when I was talking to Simon in particular, I was finding out about the research they do at the University of Sheffield and how that can affect or sort of look into the disease of dementia. And when I created the, some works for the previous Festival of the Mind, I made five different artworks, which was representing really the different research. We've basically been working this year, we got some funding from the public engagement side of the University of Sheffield to work with um, members of the community to try and, and do a bit of a pilot project around asking people what their experiences was of dementia and hopefully working with people living with the disease and getting them to express how they felt through a sort of collage artworks. Yeah. Simon and I will probably agree that that was quite a challenging process. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we did work with numerous groups, but we were finding, I suppose, there was barriers in that connecting with people um, and then trying to find actual people to come to the, some of the sessions who had who were living with dementia. But we did learn an awful lot from that process. Mm. Um, and I think it has, we created lots of really nice artworks that have inspired the three sort of large scale pieces I'm doing today. Yeah, so the, the idea for the work that we're doing this year sort of started 
we're just trying to engage people who have dementia or memory problems in their in their care as in something that's a bit different and because of the the work that Kate does we thought that trying to get people to do some artworks would be like a, a nice relief sometimes from the the pressures of life and especially the pressures of life that people uh, with memory problems can sometimes feel. As Kate says with all these processes there's a, a process of learning that yeah, uh, we all go through. We understand a bit more about like the difficulties that people with memory problems may have with interacting with groups that they don't know. That's really taught us something. It's this sort of understanding of how people maybe with memory problems find it difficult to interact with the with groups that are unfamiliar to them. But that being said, I think we've we've also learnt from this how to engage lots of different types of community with artwork. Mm. And I think that's really it's really been a positive experience overall and it's taught us a lot of things to learn for what projects will go on to and move on to, to next in the in the future. I don't know if Kate, do you want to tell us a little bit about you know your artwork in general and how you got to the stage you're at now? I've only really been painting for two years, two and a bit years. I've been an artist obviously for a long time, but I used to do a lot of mixed media work. And then I was able to go to Australia for eight weeks in early 2020. I got an Arts Council Develop Your Own Creative Practice Award. And it just gave me like, eight weeks basically to try new things and I just took lots of images with me and just started painting in this big studio I'd got in Fremantle in Western Australia and it just was such a freeing experience I was able to sort of cut things up assemble collage make very large paintings and it just felt like the right thing to do. So since then, I came back. Obviously, we had COVID and all the rest of the pandemic. But I've carried on making these large-scale paintings. And I just feel like it's a process for me now where I can really start to tell a story with my work mm -hmm. because they can change and I can cut them up and I can reassemble. And I've got a real, like, freedom to the work. And some of the time with my previous artworks, not to diminish those, when you decide to make piece of sculpture or a mixed media you have to design it and it has to be what it is because you've spent the money doing it whereas with these paintings yes I've got big canvases but I don't stretch them first I make them sort of loose on the wall so it gives me the freedom to change them mm -hmm. and I think with the work I've been doing with Simon and the researchers it I can really look at developing like a visual abstract language to tell stories which I we felt I, I think Simon would agree that when we did the stuff before for the Festival of the Mind, people were quite drawn to the colours and the shapes and it allowed people to engage with them without almost knowing what they were about Absolutely. to start with. And then the conversation came about, actually, this is about dementia, but people were already drawn in. So we're not, the barrier had gone, I mm. suppose. I'm really interested in, in, with this sort of work I'm doing is to try and create a real sort of, set of shapes and, and I don't know, like a language, an abstract language that tells certain stories. And I'm very, I got very influenced when I was out in Australia with the indigenous artwork, because obviously the Aboriginal way of, of painting and mark making is they have very set marks that mean different things. And I'm tr I think I'm trying to not copy that, but to develop my own so that carrying on this work around brain pattern and where, you know, where your mind might go and, and new sort of 
I suppose these new landscapes that dementia, the brain gives people. I'm trying to find that so that yes, it's a disease and it's something that nobody wants, but there can be some positives out of that, trying to sort of engage people to find out what those new areas are, or I don't know, there's just something about it. And it's something that Simon and I keep talking about and we've not got there yet, but no, it's no. like a, a work in progress, I suppose. So that's really interesting what you said there, Kat. Just, it'd be interesting to pick up a couple of words you've, you've just said or that stuck out to me there was, the first was barriers. And I think that's definitely something we've realised through this last sort of year is that there's a lot of barriers sometimes for people with, with memory problems for one to engage with new topics, but also with with how they they view the world and how people view them in the world as well. And I think you, you've said that that's something that you, you're trying maybe to look at a bit with your work is some of the barriers that come up with that. The other interesting thing I think is talking about the landscape of, of dementia, because as a, as a scientist, understanding the landscape of how the brain changes or how the nervous system changes in in a condition like Alzheimer's disease is, is sort of the whole purpose of, of what we're doing. And I think because sometimes when we start to investigate the problem, it's quite often quite a long time into the actual course of the illness. So the landscape has changed very much. If you take an example of Sheffield as a city, what it looks like now to what it looks like 20 years ago is, is very different. And understanding that process of change I guess is what sort of we're doing in, in dementia research. And, and, and you know, it's, it's difficult at times. And again, you could argue that's a barrier in the research that we have is understanding how the, the landscape of the brain or the landscape of the changes in the brain has, has occurred over such a, a long period of, of time. Just to give people a bit more of an idea of where we are, we're sat in Kate's studio where surrounded by the the artworks that Kate's created which are for those of you who've not seen them before they're sort of two meters by three meters pieces that are, are painted onto to canvas and they're all incredibly brightly colored and they, they fill the room with a almost like a rainbow of of, of imagery for us to to sit around and, and and talk about i'm sort of sat in front of two of the pieces that were going to be used in this year's festival of the mind project and when we're talking about this landscape and barriers, one of the things when we've we've talked about Kate's artwork before talks about reaching out or overcoming these barriers. And I don't know if you wanted to talk to us a little bit about how these two paintings here sat in front of us are, are interacting, Kate. The pieces I've made previously, I suppose they, they told certain stories, like I talked about earlier, where we were using um, the different research lines of inquiry. And I suppose when I started to make these there's, three, there's going to be three pieces that we're showing in the exhibition. I was really interested in two things. One was to create artworks that were not contained into one sort of rectangular framed painting because some of the, some of the influences and the inspiration from some of our public engagement work was, was around this idea that the, the whole landscape of dementia is not one thing. It's It feels like it's a movable feast and it affects people differently. And it's sort of this idea where it's not contained. So for, for me, it was really important to create two, all the pieces, but two of what we're talking about particularly now, have got different shapes coming off the actual canvas. 
So when they get framed up, that will be a fairly tricky process. But I think it's important that they're not seen as this very, like a uniform shape. I mean, the, the imagery is not uniform, of course. And as I started to create these pieces, because of the nature of where they're on the wall in the studio, they're starting to, like Simon mentioned, interact with each other, which was a, a sort of bonus in a sense, because I was like, that's really quite interesting. So I think when they are put on the wall, when, when we have the exhibition Festival of the Mind, I think I will probably position them so they at least look, if they're not overlapping, they at least look like they're talking to each other. Because one of the conversations we had, particularly with working with some of the Somali community, was this idea about it felt really important to have communication and to sort of like reach out to people. With, the, with some of the research time Simon's talking about and people living with dementia, I think if you could actually interact and communicate and find others, and that's a, a sort of how I feel these pieces are developing. And the other thing that I wanted to bring into the work was I very particularly used some of the shapes and forms that were in some of the original paintings from two years ago. So I've sort of cut them out and I've like reassembled them. Because for me, it's almost like the debate and the conversation has slightly moved on, but I want this sort of visual abstract language to, to say that. So if you were to put the paintings from two years ago next to these paintings, you would see certain similarities, even though these are slightly different. Um, and I think that was really important. And I think that's, for me as an artist, that's me starting to process what shapes and what forms am I starting to repeat and sort of use in the work? So that feels really quite exciting to me at the moment. When you, when you first explained it to me that way, it really struck a chord with what my sort of feeling and understanding of the research world in Alzheimer's disease is. For those people who've not seen the, the artworks, in one of the artworks there's this this large yellow cellular type um, image that's reaching out into one of the other paintings, but it only just crosses over the border into the other painting. And when Kate started explaining it like she, she just has, it really struck the idea that that's sort of where science is in understanding dementia in some respects, that we are reaching out into the understanding era of, of dementia research, but we're only just maybe in certain elements of it we've not got the full picture or you know we're not fully over the the problem of, of dementia which again makes which people understand because we're still struggling to develop treatments for that but you know as this picture is showing that you know the growing of one understanding into a, a another uh, takes time and you know as this collaboration has shown over the last couple of years it's developed in that time and again that's hopefully what will happen with dementia research so as just well. To, just to pick up there Simon because obviously that yellow shape you were talking about is influenced by the lovely astrocyte yeah. which is uh, one of the areas of research that Simon mentioned. It's a shape that's interested me a lot so I suppose it always appears. Obviously you know in an artist's brain, an artist's work, it's become quite abstracted, but it features as a way for me to, it's almost like I'm thinking this shape and this form, which almost looks a little bit like a, a star, I don't know, it's, it's like a star sort of cellular shape, I suppose. For me, it has this sense of hope because I know it, it controls or it's, it's part of your, your research is looking at how that influences and, and looks after 
the, the mm. connections in the brain. So, I mean, you, you're still not completely discovered what it's doing and how you can help it to maybe influence or, you know, change dementia and the outcomes and all of that. But And because it's like growing out and coming out of the paintings, it's like, yeah, it's that sense of where we're going with this. And I suppose the other thing to throw in there, and this comes from some of the other research work that inspired me, Dr. Daniel Blackburn's work, which is around the idea that when you have dementia, your brain somehow goes into a slightly another worldliness. You're like, the landscape of how you're thinking is maybe not how we are thinking, but that you're still somewhere. And I think it's this idea of what does that landscape look like? What are mm. those... Mm. What are those sort of communications and ways of being, I suppose? And, and that definitely has inspired some of my work because I think it's trying to find uh, some hope, I suppose, and some positives in a disease that's not obviously very, very unpleasant and, you know, not a, not a nice thing to have. But as an artist, I think it's really interesting when Simon comes to see the work because we've always said this work is not an illustration of, of dementia research. It's, yeah. it's my, as an artist, interpretation of what I've learned and what I've tried to understand. And it's really interesting because sometimes Simon says things about my work that I've gone, oh, yeah, that's, actu mm. that's actually in there. But I'm not, it's almost like, a, 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 like osmosis. It like comes out into the into the painting without me even knowing it, which I find re that's really good. I really like that because it's not me trying to do it. It's just happening. It'd be really nice if we could we could make that a, like a two-way thing. And I think definitely like the more and more you talk to different people from my perspective about what, what I do, it, it does just shift the way you think about certain things. And I guess that's the whole point of sort of public engagement in one sense, isn't it? It's this idea of trying to shift how people think. I don't know if that's another reason why I like these paintings so much because your work is so abstract in, in some some respects that that process of going through, like talking to you, the artist, about what you've created is fascinating. That's essentially what we're, we're trying to do with like public engagement and, you know, like thinking of ways we can use that as like a, a stimulus for different public engagement ideas, I think is, um, is something we're going to try and explore yeah. in the future. Absolutely. I think we've learned a lot and I think there's a lot more to do because even when we did some work with the staff at Citran. So for those who don't know, yeah. Citran is um, at the Sheffield Institute of Translational Neuroscience. And obviously some were researchers and some were members of staff. Yeah. They did have experience of people living with dementia, their family or friends. So they did engage. But I think even that was a really interesting bit of public engagement mm. because they all started off a little bit, ooh, what we're we doing and this is all a bit, you know, what do we do? And then they got really into it and were able to articulate their fears or what they'd seen in family you know, people living with dementia and how that had affected them. And they were trying to tell stories. And I think there's a whole nother lot of work to do on that area. You know, so I think it's yeah. it's just widening the knowledge, the acceptance, the understanding of what it's like, what is dementia. Because it will affect every everybody will be affected.
so finally, it might be nice to talk a little bit about what the future for our collaboration um, holds and, and what we thought about with regards to that. For me, I think one of the uh, the key themes that's come out of what we've done so far is is barriers and trying to think of a way of, of sort of getting around some of those those barriers and even just something of simple of, of maybe changing the the terminology that we use to advertise these different type of um, events. One of the things you've mentioned when we've talked about this before is I think working with one group or a couple of groups as opposed to what we tried to this time was trying to expand it to as many people as possible. Mm. But maybe there's more to be gained from having smaller groups over a longer period of time and, and seeing how that goes in the, in the future. Yeah, I agree. I think we, when it was a pilot, we tested out the engagement with 10 different sessions. Mm. But I agree, I think we could really sort of start to see changes in people and more engagement if we work with, like say, a couple of groups mm. over time. Because I think they, we, we've learned, you need, and it's like with a lot of things, I do a lot of engagement work, it's about the trusted friend, isn't it? It's mm. about knowing Absolutely. that person, understanding yeah. that Simon and Kate are coming. We sort of know them and we, we trust that we know, we maybe forget them a little bit, mm. but we know, we know they're coming and we can then see what we can bring things to them and really develop the work, I think. Yeah. Um, we did talk a little bit about all the amazing collages that have been done from for this particular project Festival of the Mind. We may turn those into some sort of tapestry that people could yeah. stitch into and add to, um, because there's a lot of, I know there's some research, and I, I've, I've done some work with people with dementia where you, they like to feel things and add things and, you know, we could create some textures. So I think there's that to look at. I think, yeah, there's the engagement side of things. And I think also maybe I'm interested in some of the things you were talking about earlier where there are some actual facts around people living with dementia and about colour palette and things that they relate to and not relate to and maybe honing in a bit more on specifics. Mm. So I think, that, yeah, there's a lot quite exciting, really, to, yeah. to do all that. And I guess that's sort of like a, an artist sort of understanding the scientific element of, you know, how dementia research could interact with like the physical properties of art. Yeah. If I think about it the, the other way around of trying to understand like how a, a scientist can interact uh, with art, I think the, I do think that the abstract nature of your work maybe breaks down a barrier that we, I think we just, that's something to explore, I think, mm. and how we get the, your work is maybe the the focus point for a next you know is almost like that's the starting point if we just took some of these these pieces to people with memory problems and just try and gather what they think of them and how yes, they like we've them. never done that have yeah. we we've never i mean hopefully we can get people to come to the exhibition mm. could even invite like i say there's focus groups and there's obviously the somali community we work with yeah. but yeah if we actually took pieces to to a group, to a community centre, wherever it is, and actually use that as the stimulus. That could be quite an interesting thing to do. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please subscribe. We love to hear your thoughts and responses on social media. Find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Facebook.